0: Yo, yo, what's up? It's Laura Landers and you are listening to the Live Sick, Die Ill podcast. Welcome back. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different and that is a self check-in. So whether you're someone who likes to check in with yourself or not, we're going to do it now. It is insane to think that it is an exact year since the world shut down due to the pandemic. Wild. It really is wild. Wild. So it's our 365 day anniversary of the world shutting down and give or take a few days and um, that calls for some self-reflection. So today I'm just going to give you some prompts. So I highly encourage you to listen to this podcast when you have time to focus, you have time to take a pen and paper and write down the answers to the questions or prompts that I'm going to give you. Um, you can always save this podcast and recheck in at another time if this is not a good time for you. Um, or what I like to do is check in now and then set like a notification, a uh, calendar notification on my Apple calendar. And let's say in two months, I think a month is a little bit too much. <laughs> There's just too much going on. Um in a couple months or maybe quarterly if you want or maybe even monthly or weekly whatever you feel is good for you you check in again on these little prompts we're going to cover every category of life the big categories and i'll give you some prompts you can add some prompts to these if you think of more that deal with your life in more detail i think that would be awesome if you did that and after i give you these prompts we're going to end it I think um, just checking in on yourself regarding social media, uh, what it's doing to you, because the only way you're really finding me right now is through social media or you have found me through social media. And so the reason I talk about social media so much is because my job's on social media. I think that's just the way we're intaking everything nowadays is social media. Like I listen to my financial and political advice from someone on YouTube. That's social media. You know, I don't have cable network we don't really have a lot of people at least in the cities don't have cable network they have streaming platforms which is just all social media so it's just very interesting that social media has such an effect on our lives and this isn't even me getting into the prompts yet i just want to preface this because just giving you one life example of a self check-in that i should have done a long time ago and i didn't um it was when i was in college i had some money um, and I should have been like, I don't know, <laughs> paying off my student loans during that time. I mean, now you can't, but I don't know. I, I should have been better with my money at that time. It's not like I blew all my money, but there was a time I was addicted to online shopping. And this, honestly, I want to say, and maybe it was just because I was a young adult at this time um but i believe it was like when so uh, not sorry not social media when online shopping was like at its peak it was brand new in a sense of like it working really well cuz now the internet was a really hot thing it has been figured out it wasn't dial up like it was just a well-oiled machine so online shopping was my everything when I was in college because I didn't have time to go shopping even though I love shopping. Shopping's like my number one favorite hobby of all time. I think that's just a nostalgia thing with my mom but I was addicted to online shopping. I was addicted to materialism without even knowing it and it, I never checked myself on it and I spent all this money on stuff I didn't need and, and it wasn't even just clothes. It was like random crap. Like, really random. Um, And some things I still have from those college days that were a great buy. And then a lot of things I can't even remember. I don't have anymore, or I tried to sell or I gave away. Um, So checking in on yourself can save you a lot. If you don't check in on yourself, you'll learn the hard way. And then you'll have a testimony to help people in the future. (laughs) Like me and my materialism. I talked about it a lot when I hosted uh, the TV show. Um, on TV and salsa, I had my own fashion segment, and it was a seven-minute segment, and because it was a faith-based TV show, I got to talk about God a lot uh, in connection to styling and fashion, and one of the things that I touched on that I was really um, excited to talk about was materialism and how a lot of people who are really conservative-minded, not politically, just conservative-minded, often view Um, purchasing things especially fashion related things as being super consumerism or uh, consumerist or materialistic and if you are in a season of consumerism yeah it's gonna be a materialistic purchase but if you've gotten over that or you've experienced that or you're just aware and you're self-checking yourself on that then it isn't. So anyways, it's all about the health of your heart and your mindset. So let's dive into some prompts, write them down, pause throughout while you're listening to this and give yourself a good chance, a good, I would say, let's say there's one, two, three, four, five different categories here. So for each of those categories, give yourself a minute to five minutes whatever you feel is good for you. If you don't want it to be too long, give yourself a minute for each. So that's five minutes and ask yourself more prompts or answer the questions or the prompts that I'm giving you. Okay, so how often should you check in with yourself? It's up to you. I like to do a couple months. I am always minimally checking in with myself, like daily on little things. Like when I'm on social media and I see someone, I'm like, ooh, how do I feel about that? That's a self check too, but I'm talking like a good overview. It's always a, it's just good to plan it for yourself. You'll be a lot healthier, I promise. So um, we're gonna break it into five categories. We've got physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and mental. I'm gonna say that again. Physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and mental. So we're gonna start with the physical, which I would say (laughs) might be the hardest one for me. So here's some questions. Did you set goals physically? Have you set goals physically? Did you put those physical goals into action steps? both literally and figuratively. And if you did, how is that progress going? Do you feel good with the routine that you're doing? Do you have a routine? Do you want a routine? I ask all these questions because not everyone is the same and has the same goals. Um, Maybe it's not a, a working on your physical category kind of a season. Maybe it's just not. So, That is physical. That one's probably the hardest one for me because I want to work out. Can't really work out. I mean, I can, but like I've got an elbow injury and I always, I don't know. I just, it's just something I never really want to do. So I always put excuses before physical. So I did a challenge, a 21 day challenge, like uh, a couple weeks or maybe a month ago. And it was probably the hardest challenge I could have ever done for myself. (laughs) Seriously. So that's the physical. Moving on to emotional, are you someone who feels a lot of emotions or do you tend to push them away? Are you wanting to have more emotions to keep in touch with your empathy towards people, society, or are you someone who has too many emotions and you want to regulate them? I will I will say, I don't think there's. it's possible to have too many emotions, but don't be Here's a question, are you being led by your emotions? Another question with this topic of emotional is, what is causing your emotions to spike or what is causing your emotions to be suppressed? I would assess this and either remove or add things in your life to help you with your emotional goals. So emotions are probably my favorite thing to talk about. Um, because I am a highly emotional person, but I am not led by emotions. So I am logically led, but emotionally based. Um, This is just like a a title I'm giving myself. But what I've noticed with having a lot of emotions is I am a verbal communicator. So um, when I was single and lived alone for five years, (laughs) I never talked about my emotions to anyone. Um, especially growing up as a child, I never talked about my emotions to anyone and, um, I never really went to a therapist and I love therapists. Like I wish I could go to one if they were free emotions. Uh, if you know how you function with your emotions is going to be really helpful. When I was single and didn't express my emotions, um, I allowed my emotions to become fear and then fear stopped me from doing anything. And then when I got married and realized, oh, I am a verbal communicator, I just didn't have anyone to verbally communicate to for five million years. Um, I was a hot mess communicating them, but the more I verbally communicate, the better I get at it and the better I can process my emotions. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight if you are like me and you have a lot of emotions. If you don't, I urge you, like Jordan, didn't really have a whole lot of emotions or didn't really express them. And now he has a lot of emotions and he has a safe space to express them. And um, we're very open and he's not necessarily a verbal communicator with his emotions, but he will communicate them with me in order for us to have a good relationship. And I'll get into relations. Oh, relations are actually happening right now. So let me just segue, segue into relations. So the next category here is Relations or relational. With a relationships closest to you, are you receiving as much as you are giving? Is it a two-way street or is it a one-way street? This goes for family. This goes for a partner. This goes for friends. This goes for work, colleagues. Do you feel that your relationship is one-sided? If it is one-sided, Do you feel like you should be in the relationship for another reason for the time being? So I am someone who likes to cut people out of my life. (laughs) If you haven't heard the marriage story of Jordan and I, or the whole relationship story of that, um, I cut him off many times, like cut them out of my life. Like never talk to me again. And if you do, it has to be through my parents and my pastors. Like you just cannot reach out to me alone or I like will mark you on my blacklist. And I just think of Billy Madison. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, please let me know. So sometimes like if you have someone working with you, work relationships. Are kind of hard to get out of, right? Because you have to work with these people. But you can limit the time you have with your colleague. So um, do you find that, like, let's say you're working with someone or someone's helping you and they aren't the most mature or they're kind of bringing you down when you're trying to grow, but you feel like they need to be in your life because you're stewarding a relationship with them or you're helping them grow, And it's just a season of life where you're helping them grow and then they need to get out of your life because you need to grow too. But you can't, you shouldn't cut them out yet. So think about that. Think about your family relationships and your spouse relationships. A lot of times what we do, because we love them the most and they're the closest to us, we treat them poorly because we can. So maybe ask yourself those questions. Okay, moving on. Second to last is spiritual. I'm talking to the believers here, Jesus Christ believers. If you aren't one of these, apply this to your own practice. Are you reading the Bible? Are you praying? These seem like very simple questions, but are you actually reading the Bible? If you're not, do the least you can, which is set up a notification with the Bible app on your phone and have it ping you once a day with the verse of the day. So at least you're getting something and then maybe it'll spark you to open up the bible app and actually start reading more in context so you're not just reading a bible verse out of context but you're reading the whole story um i'm kind of speaking to myself on this one because i get really busy and sometimes i forget so are you reading the bible are you praying are you practicing that prayer muscle because when you're not praying and then you go back to praying and trying to connect it's really hard it's not, it doesn't just come back to you really easy. So are you practicing that prayer muscle? It'll kind of, it's like, it's like working out. It's exactly like working out or exactly like doing a, a talent of yours. Like you have to work on the talent to get good at it and to stay good at it. So moving on with that. Um, how is your relationship with God? Are you believing what the word says, sorry, excuse me. Are you believing what the world says instead of what the word says? So are you consuming more news than you are what the Bible says? So I understand that this is a very easy blanket statement, kind of a question, because a lot of times you're like, are you, what is that, that phrase? Here's my hate for cliche sayings. Um, Are you praying as much as you are talking about it, like your situation? Like so instead of just talking to all of your friends about the situation, are you praying more to God about it than you are talking to your friends about it? Um, That I agree with, but I do understand that news, you kind of have to consume a lot of news sometimes sometimes. Maybe you work in current events or maybe you are working in, um, like for all my TV hosts out there, your trade is to be very up to date with current events within your trade. So if you're an entertainment reporter, you have to be watching e-news like all the time. So it might be almost impossible, I say almost, to be reading the word and praying as much as you are working, right? Just make sure that the time you have with God is intentional and you're actually in a good heart place when you're praying and reading the word, even if it's a short amount of time. Please don't feel guilt on this. I hate when people give you guilt about it. Okay. Do you, um, do you feel like you allow the Holy Spirit to check you while you're checking yourself? So this one's like super deep. If right now, if we're checking ourselves, right, we're internally asking ourselves these questions and we're like, yeah, are we are we making sure that the culture around us isn't a worldly culture but is a heavenly culture? Are you allowing that self-check to be the Holy Spirit self-checking you? Or is it you yourself telling that, telling yourself that you're okay? Because it's really easy to tell yourself, yeah, yeah. I'm good, homie. And you're not. <laughs> like, you just don't want to make it harder on yourself. So you say, yeah, yeah, I'm good. But you're actually not. And you need to go through some pain, some tears, some healing in order to check yourself with the Holy Spirit so you can be transformed and actually have a a better life. <laughs> okay, last section. And then we're going to be done. I know, it was a quick one. Sometimes we just need a good little quick one. So mentally, what positive things are you saying about yourself to yourself? Do you speak negatively about yourself? Do you speak negatively about your situation? Or better yet, do you speak negatively to yourself about those you love, especially if you're in a relationship and you're, or you're around someone all the time. It can be really easy for them to get annoying to you. And then you start looking at them in this negative light and then mentally you're just gonna make yourself think bad about yourself. So those are some questions to ask. Are you continuing to seek help from resources if you're dealing with mental health issues? Touching on the subject of mental, mental, <laughs> mental health, um, mental health doesn't need to be a disorder. Mental health issues can be very little. That, so don't let the hot term of mental health keep you from thinking you have mental health issues or vice versa don't think mental health issues is you are bipolar you know like something super serious that's super damaging it's not one or the other it it can be a healthy thing are how are your mental health issues does that mean that you get really stressed at work that's a mental health issue or maybe you are dealing with anxiety and that's pretty big too, you know. But the question is, are you continuing to seek help from resources if you're dealing with those mental health issues? Sometimes we get exhausted mentally. Yeah, I'm nodding and looking at you. Uh huh. Sometimes it gets really exhausting to be working on your mental health. And so you just stop working on it. You just do. Well, here we are, self-checking. And another question I have about it is, if you're not dealing with mental health, awesome. Sorry, mental health issues, I should say. If you're not dealing with mental health issues, acknowledge why you're doing well and write down why you're doing well because when you go through another moment of struggle, Look back at what you wrote down in your notebook or wherever on your phone. What helped you? What helped you? Was it when you were verbally processing a lot? Or was it when you had a really good job that you liked? So those are some good questions to ask. Because that way you can help other people when they're going through something. Um, I need to do this for myself. I need to write down when I'm doing really, really well. Is it circumstantial that I'm doing really well or is it because I'm working on myself that I'm mentally doing really well? So that's it. That's all I have for you. I really hope you're doing great. Both, I say both, all physical, emotional, relational, spiritually, and mentally. I really hope you're doing well. Let us know how you're doing. I say us, but it's just me. <laughs> Let me know how you're doing. Reach out to me on Instagram at Podcast, And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.